My name's Neil Dudman. And my name's Dave Kite, and you're listening to the Nursery Business Podcast. Okay, we're ready to go. Hello. Hello to you and everybody out there. And our listener. And, and good afternoon or good morning or good evening to our listener and happy December. Happy December. Yeah, 1st of December. Woo. Sunny with me. Is it sunny with you? It, it's sunny and I'm looking forward to a cold, clear night for Christmas tree shopping and putting it up. Oh, our tree's already up. Went Is up it? Yesterday. Yeah, went up yesterday. Yeah, we'll I get just, it in in November. <laughs> I just have this thing that I can't do it until December and... Uh, yeah. In, in, in and out quite a bit of this month, so I wanted to get it up and ready for uh, for the festivities to start and worship at the end of lockdown at the same time. Are you a real tree person or a artificial tree person? Got to be a real tree. It's got to yeah. be a real tree for uh, for lots of reasons, but purely for the smell, because then it smells like Christmas, and you get all those memories flooding back of your childhood of w- when you smell that that pine and that first smell in the morning when you come downstairs. It's just there's just something about it. It's magical. When I went into B and Q to look at the trees, it used to really annoy me because they used to have a pile and used to hold them up, and they'd be all crushed sideways. And we went into B and Q this time. And they all had them stood up individually in a, like a big array. And you could look at them and go, I like the look of that one. And it was like, yeah, that one's pretty good. We'll have that one. And they had these stands, which were like like a, a two foot, four four metal posts coming yes. up on a, from a ring and a spike at the bottom. You just plunge it down and that's it. It was upright. I, we, our old one has got those screws. Uh, yeah, bottom, yeah. And, bending down and trying to keep it straight the next thing it pops over sideways ah i used to i got one of those last year absolute 20 quid they are 20 quid best 20 quid my wife said they saw me come in and i said i'm glad they saw me come in (laughs) (laughs) because i got what i wanted like yeah yeah and it'll just so it'll save at least 10 minutes of my life every year (laughs) So we're, we're going we're, we're going to chat today about about the information you have on your website, we prices, data capture, brochures, all that sort of thing. Because it stemmed from stemmed from a conversation we had yesterday. Yeah, I, I was looking at somebody's website, and they had no prices on there. And so I phoned you up and I said, "Do you put prices? Do you, do you, what do you think?" And because one of the things you can do is not put prices on the website and say for pricing, email or put your contact details in here and we'll come back to you and I, I wonder what your thoughts were on that you're a great fan of that are you no as I said yesterday we're living in a society where we want the answers now and we want that instant gratification and couple that from a, a business side for us we don't want to be handling lots and lots of inquiries as a nursery business we don't want to be handling lots of inquiries for people that can't afford our service so, yeah. you, you know, if, if we're offering a, a Rolls Royce service, we're, we're charging Rolls Royce service. But with, without being funny about it, if you can only afford a larder or something else <laughs> of old make that I can't quite think of anymore, if you can only afford that, then that's what you have. And we're, we're the Rolls Royce, so we charge Rolls Royce prices. So we don't want to use our time, efforts and energy talking to people who can't afford our products. Yeah, so that there's the trade-off. So that on the one hand, there, say if somebody's wandering around price shopping, then you play your hand. Clearly, 
if you're going to charge a higher amount, you have to have the opportunity to say why you charge and and and, and what you know. It's not expensive. It's you're delivering you're delivering value. Absolutely, um, yeah. So. Because Rolls Royce and Lada will get you from from home to work and from work to the cinema and vice versa. But it's the experience and the outcomes that come of being in that particular vehicle. And it's very much the same with nurseries. I don't mind if people know our prices. It's not a problem. We charge what we what we charge regardless of what anybody else is charging. That's our model and everything structured around our headline prices. So if somebody else is cheaper or more expensive, to me, it doesn't matter. The, the client, the prospect can make their, their own mind up of their own affordability and the value that they are seeing. So it's our job to say, this is our price, but this is what you get. So do you put on the day rate, the month rate or what? Because I'm, I'm, I really hate the hourly rate. I, so my argument is if somebody asks you the hourly rate, what you do is you say, do you have a rate that you charge if somebody's 15 minutes late? And obviously, and very often, it's, yeah, we charge 20 quid if somebody's 15, 15 minutes late. So, so your hourly rate is 80 pounds an hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm a big advocate. Like somebody say, I, we don't have hourly rates. We have a day rate or a session rate, and we have uh, a monthly rate, but not an hourly. Never work on an hourly rate because then you start getting into the realms of do you pay for holidays for bank holidays and yeah, what days I, you have off at Christmas? Do I have to pay during my holidays? And it just becomes a mess. I think this is where we're a little bit different, and we were one of the first nurseries I, be, I believe to do a flat monthly price and I think our, a lot of our personal mastermind clients have taken this on board as well and adapted it to fit their own means so we just have a flat monthly charge for the amount of sessions so on our website we we advertise the rate for a, a full day per month and then uh, a rate for a half day per month, and then the rate for a full-time position. And they're the free prices that we advertise for each child. So people know then straight away whether they can afford it or not. I think that's really good because people then budget it so much per, per month, they're not faffing around. Most salaried workers, and I would imagine that a, a, a lot of your clients, especially in the Rolls-Royce version will be salaried and they don't get less money in February than they do in November, even though there's maybe three working days differently. They, they get a salary and it's distributed evenly throughout the year. And I think the same should apply to childcare. At least then it, it's, you're not messing around. You can then put out monthly invoices that are exactly the same, even though you don't put out an invoice. You can put out an invoice for the year. It's uh, this much per year times 12. And that's your invoice. Yeah, I, I, using I, invoice. when I came into the sector in 2004, I was obviously a complete virgin to, to the sector and didn't know how anything worked. But coming into it from a, a business perspective, as um, maybe a, an SME business perspective, you look at things and you just go, why is that? Oh, because that's what the nursery down the road does. That's bloody complicated and it makes our, our life an absolute dog's dinner. And it's really confusing. So let's look at pack packaging this up to make it easier for the client to understand how it's all working. We pay our Vodafone bill 
a flat rate every month and we pay yeah. our mortgage a flat rate every month. We pay are there, are there service providers are available. We pay our TV <laughs> license every month. And I don't go to Vodafone and say, hang on, you've there's only 28 days in February. Why are you charging me the, the same as May? That's unfair. And you can take it to another degree of like, well, back in the old days, you didn't used to use your mobile abroad because it was you probably couldn't and it was damned expensive if you did but now you just carry it with you and hey magic it just works and it's fantastic and mm. and it's great and we've all got used to living like that if you were to go abroad in the mid 2000s you wouldn't use your phone for a week so you don't phone Vodafone and say oh I'm going out of the country I'm not paying my fees for weeks so I'm not using your service yeah. Mr Dubman no uh, Vodafone Limited still want their money of course, oh. and the and the TV and Sky and all those good things. Everything. So we've got you've got a trade off here. You've got providing information, and you've got then wanting the prospect to contact you. And if you don't supply the pricing information, then they have to put the contact details in to get your pricing, your fee information. But a lot of people will say, "I'm not. I'm, I can't be able to do that." And it's, it's in if I, it I if it's not here off. now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It would, so yeah, I, I, whatever I'm looking for, I want to know now. Even if it's not the exact price, I want to know roughly how much. I'd, I, I, I don't want to wait to rely on somebody to reply to my email in one, two, three, four days' time, whenever that, whenever they can be bothered. I was looking to purchase something the other day, and I found nothing outlandish, nothing fancy, but I found four people to try and get a price. And uh, two people said they didn't have it at hand. They would come back to me. Another person said the person's not in. They'll come back to me. And the fourth person gave me the price there and then. Guess who I ordered from? <laughs> My suggestion was that we try doing something slightly different so that you go onto the fees page and it says, uh, click here uh, to find out about pricing. You will be redirected to our Facebook Messenger bot. And it will ask you questions and it will give you an instant price depending on your requirements. So do you qualify for early years, 15 hours funding? Do you qualify for 30 hours funding? What age? How many sessions per month, uh, per week do you want, etc.? And it will go through and ask all these questions and then give you the standard pricing. And it doesn't really need to do any calculation, really. But what, what you're doing is you're giving somebody the instant feedback they want, and then you are making a connection. As soon as they start clicking a button to say, I've got a two-year-old, the minute they click anything and interact with you on Messenger, you then have a subscriber in ManyChat, and you can open a conversation with them. So you, it's win-win. They get instant information. You get a first contact, but then you're getting some interaction with them. And people actually like carrying on when they've started something. So I'm really quite intrigued by testing to use Messenger to give pricing information. I think this would be quite revolutionary. I think it would be quite effective because uh, you'll, you'll get a lot more details. Not only do you get their contact or open a com communication, but you get that information along with how old the child is, how many sessions they're looking for, whether they want funding or not. All those things that you can offer, you can say, yes, I want this. No, I don't. I think it's definitely uh, something that I think we're we're going to try on my website isn't it and we've I first 
started using ManyChat probably when it was in its in its infancy. I think version one point two I've got, and mm. I think we used that around two thousand seventeen. And uh, you've been looking at it in a bit more detail recently, haven't you? So I imagine they've made some really good intellectual changes to it and how the flow works. And it, it's like a virtual conversation, isn't it? You preload the questions and you preload the answers, and you just wait for the user to click and navigate their way through. Yeah, I had the other extreme today because I tried to cancel our £10 a month subscription to an early years Google account, which I have no idea what it is. I went right. through, couldn't find Google who's contacting Google because they don't tell you what it is. We went through to the bank. They want me to fill in a form. And we have two accounts. We have this other account, which we did when we started off the Ofsted uh, inspection product. And also our YMB one, and they're one month apart, or one day apart, and they're the same price. I'm like, don't switch that one off, but switch yeah. that one off. Yeah, and it's ah, oh! and I need yeah. to speak to somebody. And, well, uh, that's the whole thing. A lot of these big companies now are uh, are going on to the virtual assistants. So it's definitely something that we need to look at. And it's definitely something that I think will become more and more common in the early years. And if people are used to using these systems with the, say, the Google and the large OEMs and the large multinational companies, then they'll be more than impressed the fact that you have one one of these systems as, as well but of course these aren't the these aren't to be confused by the phone systems where you press one for a human press two for a droid press three for oh. a dickhead you know it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, music, it's press not four for more crap yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not quite that system is it but yeah. it's it's all the the topic of conversation was about giving the people the information that they needed there and then why wait to get the information from a human. I, I spent quite a lot of money on doing a, a conversation course. So the whole thing was about bot communications and having a conversation. So you can actually, you know, this thing doesn't automatically go to one thing when you go to your um, messenger. What happens is you can actually say, okay, we'll go to Messenger, but trigger off this conversation. And the conversation is about fees. So you would start off and say, hey, thanks for your interest. I understand that you're interested in our fees. Okay, before I can give you the prices, our, our prices, I just need to ask a few questions to see how old your child is and how many sessions you're looking for. Is that okay? Yes. And as soon as they click the yes, continue then you can say okay how old's your child etc yeah okay are you looking for one to five a few sessions or a full week okay how many sessions are you looking for and, and all the time somebody is being engaged and drawn into the process and we have a, a compulsion to completion when we start doing things we like to see it through yeah so i think it'll be really exciting and it's all about conversations we'll be testing this out on your website as you uh, mentioned we earlier. are exciting uh, and if uh, somebody else wants to get involved in a trial then the best thing to do is to drop us an email at podcast at your nursery business.co.uk as our email address and that's, that's that's where we are that's and, us. and we'll keep you in touch when we release when we've on the results of our uh, first tests with you
and we'll announce yeah, it. I, I would like to uh, get this installed over the next week or so and uh, start fiddling around with it and fine-tuning it, making sure we get rid of the bugs and, and the how-tos. What's new with you? What, what are you up to? Have you, pl- have you booked, any, uh, booked any restaurants yet? Book restaurants for Friday. Got, got some guests coming up for the weekend. Book something for Friday. Christmas tree tonight with my children, which is going to be awesome. So looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, we've got uh, Mastermind, our, our zo- final Zoom of the year. Our big one on Wednesday and uh, another one on Friday and so on. And then, then it's Christmas. So I think we've probably got room for what two more podcasts before Christmas. And then we have a couple of weeks off. Yeah. What? How's your back? You're going to put the tree up. You know, you better not be cutting it down because your back well, will be up to it. That's why I've got a, a strapping twenty-year-old and a strapping fifteen-year-old who can who can who can put the tree on the roof and uh, carry it in for me. Yes. It's, with with the year it's been, I've been uh, a bit slack in keeping my back manipulated via third parties. I'm waiting for some treatment and then uh, hopefully I'll be up and running properly. I'm, I'm still vertical. I'm still moving, but bending down to pick anything up on the floor is, is an effort, shall we say. And so rubbing whiskey in will work. Yeah, I've got a nice single malt in the cupboard. So there we go. Yeah, rub it on liberally. <laughs> Nail by mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. I've got a bit of a nerve-wracking day tomorrow because I have to go back and find the results for my late, latest colonoscopy. So uh, fingers crossed that everything is okay. Is this the final hopeful clearance? No. It's What was said was if everything's okay tomorrow, and they did, they, I've got some histology coming back, then I wouldn't need another colonoscopy for three years, which would be Wow, uh, that's remarkable. good news. But, um, so... That will take you to your 80th birthday. <laughs> yeah, you're funny. <laughs> Sack your script writer. It wasn't even original. <laughs> <laughs> it was true, though. Okay. okay, enjoy your your decorations. Yes, and, yeah, uh, I will do. And and hope we, we hope everybody out there in nursery land is doing okay. It's been a hell of a year, hasn't it? And post pictures of the of the tree and make sure that the TV's off. <laughs> yeah, I will do. No problem at all. Some people will understand that quip. <laughs> Talk soon. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. If there are any topics from today's episode of the Nursery Business Podcast and you want to find out more, or ask questions or have suggestions, email podcast at yournurserybusiness.co.uk. Take care, guys.